Good evening. Welcome to Devotions for Worship. I'm Pastor Eric Tritton. It's Friday, and we begin with words of comfort from Isaiah 32, verse 2. O God, you are like a hiding place from the wind, a shelter from the storm, like streams of water in a dry place, like the shade of a great rock in a weary land. We pray. In your name, O crucified Lord Jesus Christ, I end this day. You suffered the all-painful death on the trunk of the Holy Cross as the true, patient, sacrificial lamb for me. You have bought my freedom from all sins, death, the devil, and hell through your rose-colored blood. Rule my heart by your Holy Spirit, refreshing it with the holy dew of your grace. Preserve me with your divine love, and hide me, body and soul, in your holy wounds. Wash me clean of all my sins. Maintain me in every good work, and lead me out of the veil of tears that is this world into eternal joy and glory. O faithful Savior, Jesus Christ, my only solace, hope, and life. Amen. Our catechism reflection this evening is on the third commandment. The third commandment says, remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. What does this mean? We should fear and love God so that we do not despise preaching and his word, but hold it sacred and gladly hear and learn it. In its most literal sense, this commandment does not actually apply to Christians. We are free to worship whenever and wherever we like in Christ. But setting aside time, a day of the week, to rest and to worship allows us to come together to receive God's gifts. It is a good and holy thing to designate time for sacred things. Luther writes in the large catechism, On this day of rest, since we can get no other chance, we have the freedom and time to attend divine service. We come together to hear and use God's word, and then to praise God, to sing, and to pray. However, this keeping of the Sabbath, I point out, is not restricted to a certain time, as with the Jewish people. It does not have to be just on this or that day. For in itself, no one day is better than another. Instead, this should be done daily. However, since the masses of people cannot attend every day, there must be at least one day in the week set apart. From ancient times, Sunday, the Lord's Day, has been appointed for this purpose. So we also should continue to do the same, in order that everything may be done in an orderly way, and no one may create disorder by starting unnecessary practices. This is the simple meaning of the commandment. People must have holidays. Therefore, such observances should be devoted to hearing God's word so that the special function of this day of rest should be the ministry of the word for the young and the mass of poor people. Yet the rest yet the resting should not be restricted should not be strictly understood to forbid any work that comes up which cannot be avoided. So far, Luther. People need holidays. That is, we need holy 
days, set apart, to go about holy things, hearing the word and receiving the sacrament, focusing on loving our neighbor, learning God's will for mercy, justice, and all things needful for the Christian life. We need holy days so that the holiness lingers upon us and carries into the rest of our week. Please join me in praying the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. God bless you this evening, and may he give you peaceful rest. And I thank you for being with me, and invite you to join me again in the morning for a morning devotion.